Autobots transform. Well, hey, welcome back to the Transformers Nitpickers Podcast Show. I'm Paul. And I'd like to speak to your manager. <laughs> Today, it is episode 22 of season one of Challenge of the GoBots. It is Renegade Rampage, part one. This episode is a story by Jeff and Kelly and a teleplay by Karen Wengrod and Ken Cinnamon. And I love Ken Cinnamon's name. <laughs> And last time on Challenge of the GoBots, after suffering countless renegade raids, the Guardians tracked down Rogue Siren, attempted to destroy the Gargantuan spaceship from the inside, which they didn't do, and it got away. And in this episode, um, I guess it's a planet. Yeah, it's a clearly metal pyramid-shaped planet yeah. that uh, when you actually get down on the ground, it's like a terrestrial planet with a definite horizon. And like there's dirt and rocks and trees. Floating flowers. Yeah. Oh, in one of these trees, there's two aliens uh, who I... We said their name before this episode. I can't remember, but uh, Trevor and Troilene. I do remember that. And they're picking some fruit from a tree. And either this tree is very large or they are very small or or both. And uh, they're about to call it a day when all of a sudden this giant shadow falls over them. And uh, we find out in this bit that it's Crasher and they run for it. And I guess the, the female one, Troilene, didn't see Crasher, even though she's standing right next to the tree. Because, yeah, Trevor grabs her by the arm and they're out of here. Can we just say now this episode has some of the clunkiest and out of place editing of any GoBots episode. The, this <laughs> this two-parter does. It's it's really, there's just a lot of, wait, what? Moments in this? Yeah, oh, and yeah. <laughs> this is one of them because they don't, you know, it's a, the Renegades, but they they don't show the Renegades chasing. They just cut to uh, Cycle and Thruster and he says, aha, this planet will make a great outpost. <laughs> then they <laughs> Do you notice back. a spotlight appears on him midway through this? Like he's just sitting there and then a spotlight comes on him from the right side. Uh, yeah. But anyway, they, they go back then to the to Copter and Crasher, who they then show chasing these little gnome creature things. Yeah, and I call them yeah, Keebler so elves. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's just really clunky. But what happens is that in the end, uh, Copter and Crasher attack and capture the populace they have them in this little energy ring prison thing and uh Psykill plans to for some reason conquer this planet triceti yeah. and then earth and then gobotron yeah, that's, that's his plan and, and then the next step is the universe so oh, you know that's God. a kind of a kind of a stretch but but now out in space on the command center scooter tells leader one they've intercepted a renegade transmission and <gasps> the renegades have invaded triceti yeah we have a quick cut where they go to triceti and there's like uh, uh trevor and troy Lee and then three old guys with necklaces and they're watching from above and the, the, all their uh, fellow Tricetians be captured and they're like, oh, we got to fight back. But we then cut to uh, the humans, uh, Nick, AJ, and Matt in a shuttle and they're doing coming back for some resource expedition. Yeah, and the first one we see is Matt and he's just leaning back, heads behind his head and he's got the headphones on. Just he listening doesn't just to have headphones, dude. He's got like those old school 80s headphones that had the radio built into him. Okay. Yeah, he's listening to some Coltrane, I guess. And uh, I, I hope AJ's flying this thing because Nick's a moron. And they see the command center flying by and they start waving to it like, oh, yeah. hey, how'd you get in your boat? Like that kind <laughs> yeah, of thing. That's exactly what it is. Uh, they get a call from Leader One. He's like, hey, Tricetti's being attacked. Uh, you guys bored. So they dock onto command center and they all head off to Tricetti and get there immediately because <laughs> the universe is eight miles wide. Yep. And because a planet that is would not have the gravity to, you know, 
have an atmosphere. Uh, it has a nitrogen oxygen atmosphere because the humans don't need uh, spacesuits and they all run out. Naja thinks it's beautiful. And Turbo's like, it's dangerous. Yeah, it, it's not beautiful. It's like, it's just sand with some weird rock formations yeah. and some crystals. It looks like it's out of a Tim Burton movie. Yeah, pretty much. Oh, and then there's this weird thing inside Command Center where Scooter and Nick get this alert, which is just like a pulsating Yeah, screen search flashing. And they're like, oh, the Reynolds. <laughs> and back with the others, Turbo's just walking along and then smack he just walks into the wall of les nesman's office i guess but no it's it's, it's a force field remember that fucking love wkrp <laughs> leader one tells him to try and find an opening in the thing but then scooter radios in that there are renegades within 150 meters which is 450 feet for our american listeners uh and so scooter not scooter uh turbo actually there's a line where turbo's like oh hey thanks a lot yeah, um, that that'll helps. help yeah. but uh he he tries to drive into the force field he gets knocked on his ass he just goes flying off of it and then scooter says something that i it really caught me off guard he says that he has three megatrons of laser energy available for leader one yeah and uh so they blast the but, thing but, twice. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Three megatrons. Yeah, so, of, so like, what is that? Is that like the, the power Megatron would have if he shot it? Like, well, it, okay. Ignoring the whole fact that Hanna Bar- or, uh, Hasbro better be suing Hanna-Barbera right now, um, it's it would indicate that he a tron is a unit of measurement for laser energy, and Scooter has three million of them at his disposal. Yeah, well, Tron is an ancient Greek word. It means device or whatever. But uh, but the earliest, um, chronologically, I found out about it much later, but did you ever read that book, A Wrinkle in Time? Don't. It's terrible. But in that, the main character's name is Meg, and her father's nickname for her is Megatron. <laughs> yeah. sure. If I had a daughter named Meg, I would, Meg, and I would call her Megatron. And that's from, like, the 60s. Anyway. anyway, yeah, so Scooter's got all this energy, and then he, without Getting an okay from Leader One just opens fire from the <laughs> command center so quick that everybody has to jump out of the way. They fire at the force field. It does nothing. And then Leader One says, okay, try it again. And it does nothing again. So he thinks it's time to try something more aggressive. Like, okay, I guess, what are you going to do if the main gun yeah. of the command center? Anyway, <laughs> no, he converts and takes off and he blasts at the thing, but he can't do anything to it either. And then Matt realizes somehow that it's it's shaped like a pyramid. Okay, but what was with this? Because he Leader One flies to the top and then in the frame... You see what's inside of the force field, but everything outside of the force field is just black. Yeah. It's like, like it's there's space. nothing outside of this force field. Anyway, um, in, oh, and it, yeah, shaped like a pyramid. And then Psykill is watching all of this in a monitor, or no, a periscope. It's, I can write it down as the most ridiculous telescope goofy. binocular periscope thing. Yeah. It's, it looks like a, like, um, a, you know, those sink snakes, like the, the clogger things. Oh, like the plumbers use. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It looks like kind of one of those, and it, it, it's extended up in an S shape. And uh, whatever this thing is, I guess he can hear the Guardians, too, because uh, here's Turbo asks, uh, where did Psykill get this kind of power? Because he thinks the, the, the Renegades are behind this, right? And Psykill's like, Psykill doesn't have this kind of power. And then he just looks to his left and sees where this is coming from. But I soon will. <laughs> Commercial break. Yeah, when we come back, the Renegades all convert and rush the uh, little gnome creatures uh, who when they when when they see the renegades coming they stop the force field. Yeah, and Matt was leaning against this thing just relaxing <laughs> again, and it, it just falls on his ass and it shuts off. I like that. Um, and then Leader One points out that hey, Psykill's chasing a gnome, and this gnome must be one oh, fast yeah. motherfucker because Psykill has not caught him yet. Yeah, and the. Uh, the Guardians grab their respective humans and convert to go help, and Copter's about to get two of the old guys with this spinny blade thing, but Leader One and Matt stop in midair, like an F-15, 
stop and bring them aboard with some kind of tractor beam or something. Oh, they've used then the tractor they, beam before. Like, I think they've picked Nick up and stuff like that. <laughs> just beam them right into the, the cabin, and then they fly back and grab the one Psych Hill was about to nab. Yeah, uh, and we cut to Trevor for a bit. He can't find Troy Lean, and then he gets chased by Crasher, um, and Turbo shows up and uh, knocks her on her ass. Oh, he's got AJ with her. And AJ's like, hey, jump in with us. And now back at the treehouse cave thing, Leader One says they thought Psykill just wanted to build a base here, but now he thinks he has something else in mind, and it shows the pyramid pendant things on the Elder Elves glowing again. Yeah, they explain that their medallions joined to create something called the Tramulet, which creates all these force fields. You need all three of them to activate it. Mm. And the the one flaw it has is its very limited range, which conveniently Psykill overhears from whatever listening device he's installed. Yeah, which does not apparently have a... Uh, limited range and uh, <laughs> so psychill has a copter bring in troy lings they took her and she sounds like cindy lou who from the grinch here when she asks, why did you come to our peaceful world and psychill's like ah, i can it you're a renegade prisoner she kind of looks like cindy lou who they're they yeah. are very like gnomish and little like the they little robin hood caps and everything yeah so the Guardians have planned that next morning they're going to attack the Renegades. Psykill, yeah, he's overheard this. And uh, the next morning, one of the elders doesn't show up. And they're like, hey, what's going on? And then little Cindy Lou Who shows up and she's like, I have a message from Psykill. <laughs> yeah. And leader of one's like, what is it? And he's really <laughs> snappy about it. And then she unrolls a parchment and reads it. And it's like, Psykill has the missing elder and he wants the other two. And if he they don't show up, he'll come get them. Now, it's <laughs> worth pointing out that the smart move is to say, OK, come get them. Right? Yeah, exactly. That's the smart move. There is a funny scene here, though, where Leader One, the wrong command center all of a sudden, and Leader One says to Matt, Matt, I want you to guard the two remaining uh, gnome guys. And he says, I'm on it, Leader One. And then Trevor comes in and goes, hey, the gnome guys are gone. <laughs> yeah, they've already. I would have loved to see Leader One just turn to Matt and go, Jesus fucking Christ, Matt. Uh, you had one job. <laughs> yeah, already? <laughs> yeah, they've already surrendered to Psykill to uh, to save the others of their race, I guess. Which is the dumbest move possible. We have a little shot where Psykill's like, oh, ha, ha, I have all three pieces. He closes his hand and then it's just the one tri uh, triamulet, whatever. But this is the dumbest move they could have made. Pretty much. And they had then two thirds of the thing he needed and they just, with no <laughs> promise of anything in return, sacrificed themselves and said, okay, now you have... The what's the We're going to get to more of that in a couple days. Dumbass. <laughs> Yeah, okay. <laughs> and back on Triceti tri in a very unnecessary scene on this giant floating triangle in, in midair, two red dots appear and Troy Lane says, one of them is the enemy craft and the other one is where we are. It's like, yeah. All right. <laughs> Do you remember when we were doing Quest for Rogue Star? I, I think it was that episode where I mentioned this feels like it should have been a two-parter, but they squished it down into one. This feels like it was half an episode yep. and they yanked it into two. <laughs> There's a lot of uh, bloat. Yeah, we, we then go to Command Center. Scooter beams in uh, Blaster and Pathfinder. They've already been given the orders. I do like that they at least got us through that. Yeah. And everybody, there's a few decent conversion scenes. Mm. Again, I laugh every time I see Pathfinder like put her legs behind her head and fly off crotch first. But <laughs> uh, we have these big conversion scenes. And then we go to the Renegades and three fucking Zods all of a sudden. Yeah, and Psykill check the Zod deployment schedule. They really are supposed to be here because full him once right and uh Psykeel has created in the last 15 minutes or however long it's been an amplifier device to increase the tramulet's power and he 
plugs the tramulet into it. Yeah, and it creates a shield or a force field over the Zods. I don't know how it should. Like, the Zods breathe, breathe fire and Copter goes, it worked. Yes. Yeah, all right. Uh, and then the Guardians show up, and Psykill turns the force field on them. Uh, commercial break. Yeah, and when we come back, it's, well, no, he actually put the device over him and the other renegades, at least that's what it looks like. Yeah. Because you can see all three upright edge lines of the pyramid with its apex above the device if you pause the thing at 1334 and all five of the guardians drive or fly straight into it and they're all banged <laughs> up and smashed but but nick's fine he's fine for fuck's sakes he's fine there, there are some funny shots here like actually there's just shots of like everybody yeah nick and scooter and then matt and leader one everybody tank and then get everybody getting standing up but then turbo who's like almost on his ass <laughs> aj just jumps out and ditches him and just runs over hey what's going on turbo oh he slowly stands up but <laughs> There's a lot of back and forth, and they're talking. Everybody's talking a big game. And then Psykill brags that, ah, I have this new power, and I can control anybody. Not really. You can put force fields over people. But he says, I am go- I can put one over a planet. Yeah, I like this. Because uh, this is going to be the first of many times he does this in the next two episodes. Scooter's like, uh, that's impossible. And then he just looks straight at the camera and goes, isn't it? Yeah, he breaks the fourth <laughs> wall a lot uh but then Psykill attempts to do just that but he, he doesn't do a planet he starts to block out the sun with this yeah, thing he pulls up mr burns <laughs> yeah and then conveniently the amplifier just shorts out in the renegades retreat yeah and the guardians and the humans they just hide behind some rocks to take cover from the explosion except what happened to blaster and pathfinder all of a sudden like they show up later so where are they now where know. yeah where's a lot of people um oh they do find the uh rest of the gnomes who were caught in the, that little prison cell they free them and then turbo has <laughs> this was kind of funny turbo's yes. like i got an idea and, and scooter's like what is it and he says we just get to psych hill and we take the thing from him yeah like, and, okay. and again with breaking the fourth wall scooters looks straight at the camera and goes what a brilliant plan, yeah. <laughs> or whatever. So somehow they immediately just do find Psykill and his new amplifier, and immediately Scooter's like, it's even better. Don't know how he knows that, but he does. <laughs> and there's another guy with the Renegades all of a sudden. Yeah, I don't know that we get his name, but we do see it. It's oh, right, it's a brand new Gobot, it's a brand new Renegade. This one's named Destroyer, and he's a tank, but we already have one named Tanks, so and this one's named Destroyer, and he can still win your child's love. You're introducing him now? Like, we don't even get to see him for, like, more than two seconds. I don't give two fucks. He still costs eight bucks, and these pricks are gonna buy him. Hey, you can't call our listeners pricks. How about I call you a prick? Well, you're a prick. I'm a prick? No, he's a prick. What? I'm a prick. Eh... Yeah, yeah, his name's Destroyer, and he, he, you were right, Paul, he is, he's like on the screen for maybe two seconds, yeah. and I'm not exaggerating, it It might actually be two seconds. And we don't even get to see him in both modes, like he's already halfway converted between yeah. robot and vehicle, it's like, it's like that's as far as the animators got with the toy, they're trying to do it without the instructions, they're like, fuck it, let's just draw it the way <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah, uh, he says something about like, I'm loyal to Psykill, and then we see a shot of him driving with Psykill and Crasher later, and then boop, that's it, we don't see him shoot anybody or anything but leader one tries to get in and shoot the amplifier gets shot down by the zods right away because he's kind of an idiot and uh, turbo and blaster move in to cover him and they manage to lay enough covering fire for leader one to fly off in robot mode and 
Blaster and Turbo try shooting at the amplifier, but it's protected by a force field, so uh, they retreat. There's a little bit I liked here where Crasher's like, uh, Psycho, you can kill them right now. He's like, no, 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 it'll be so much more entertaining to kill them all at once. It's one of the few times I agree with the bad guy doing something dumb, because that makes sense. He'd love to see them all go at once. Anyway, they're at a cave now, and Leader One is laying on a wooden table yes. being repaired. Um, and the elders, they still have their amulets, and... Oh, yeah, Trevor insists they destroy the planet. Well, yeah, I guess the thing is they can't let Psykeel have this thing, so they're going to blow up the planet to, you know, blow up Psykeel on it as well. Yeah, that's the idea is they'll blow up the planet and the Tramulet and Psykeel and the Amplifier, all the Renegades, in one fell swoop. And these little gnomes are very quick to say, yeah, you can destroy our homeworld. They're, they're, they're kind of okay with it. They're a little morose, but not much. Yeah, Trevor assures the elders they'll find another planet, and this time it'll be shaped like a dodecahedron, and it'll be <laughs> three times as good as Triceti, because a dodecahedron has 12 sides, and that's three times as many anyway, as the f- uh, Anyway, uh, we have some shots of, like, Nick and Matt uh, digging. It looks like they're planting seeds. Trevor's dropping. Yeah, he's dropping <laughs> detonators in like you would seeds in little holes. Anyway, they call Leader One. They're like, okay, we got all the grenades set. We're set to blow this motherfucker. All the gnomes board their ship that is shaped like, of course, a pyramid. And then the GoBots are on, or the um, Guardians are on Command Center, and they all get ready to blast off. Yay! He says the bait is set, and they're going to try to trick the renegades into flying closer to Triceti, so when it blows up, they'll go with it, right? But not before Scooter sends, I didn't know exactly what this was, but it's some bait thing for Psykill. Uh, it doesn't work, because right away Psykill realizes what's up, and as they're all blasting off uh, the pyramid ship and command center they can't leave the planet because cycle has put a force field over the planet and it's gonna blow up in three whole minutes he creates an amplifier for this triamulet thing and to test the power of this amplifier. Do you ever notice these devices in these shows never have a clear source of power? Like, no cable plugged into the wall, no ripcord for the two-stroke Briggs and Stratton piece of shit inside it, no solar panels. Hey, this planet has three suns. That'll work great here. But And he blocked out a sun with it, which would be fine. I can't believe I said that. Except light was shown getting into and out of this force field just fine before. You, know, you can see through it. Anyway, he plugs the triangulate into this amplifier, and then to test it, he traps three Zods inside the force field. And I guess that means it's a success, even though the thing on its own could withstand two shots from the main gun of the command center earlier. But then those pesky guardians show up, so he throws it over him and his goons instead. But where are the Zods all of a sudden? You know, the three pissed-off Zods that were just trapped inside this thing. They're all of a sudden just perfectly content to hang out off-camera until their next scene at 16 minutes and 27 seconds, even though they're perfectly good and, might I add, banged up, dare I say, tenderized guardians and humans to munch on? Like, remember when you were a kid and you get the cat or the dog all fucking wound up playing with it, and now it's running all over the house and climbing the furniture and knocking shit over? Wouldn't this be kind of the same thing? Except these pissed-off things are the size of dinosaurs? Like, the Renegades don't need to worry. This thing was just shown to be Zod-proof. Here we are at the end of another episode of the Transformers Nitpickers Podcast Show. The next episode Paul and I are going to review is the Renegades Rampage Part 2. If you want to see two guys on Twitter who can't keep their titles straight, you can <laughs> find us at John Sobey and at pmcpherson1. Yeah, and uh, make sure you rate and review us on your podcast app, whatever it is you listen to us with, and tell all your friends, tell everybody you know. You can tell them they can find all the episodes of the Transformers Nitpickers Podcast Show at transformersnitpickers.podbean.com, and until the next episode keep on transforming see you later
but I soon will.